You're listening to True Story, a night of true tales told to friends. All the stories you hear on our show are submitted by listeners like you. People are throwing true story parties in living rooms and other intimate venues around the planet. To participate, go to truestorytime.org slash join. True Story will be going on summer break after we air the episode after this one. Fear not, we'll return in the fall with season three of the podcast. We're spending the summer working on top secret true story projects that we can't wait to tell you about. So stay in touch. This week's story was submitted from Oakland, California. The theme of the party was, seemed like a good idea at the time. The story began when I was around 10 years old on a camping trip with my family and my best friend's family. When we went on a, a day hike to a river spot, and I found amongst the river rocks a very particular rock that spoke to me because it was in the, the shape of a pistol. What do you call it? A mortar, mortar and pestle? Yeah, it was in that shape. And so I thought I like discovered uh, like perhaps a Native American grinding rock. And so I, I picked it up and I took it back to our campsite where I proceeded to look for something to grind. So I just started grinding up this charcoal um, because I could with my, my newly found pistol, pestle. And you can imagine that that made my hands dirty. They were very black and ashen, and I had no way to clean them. So at the time, it seemed like a good idea to go down to the lake and wash my hands. So I didn't tell anyone where I was going. I just went down to the lake. It was maybe 100, 200 yards from our... I don't know why we're using yards tonight, but we're using yards uh, from our campsite. And just as I was approaching the water, I realized that my, uh, my feet were sinking, into mud that was on the shore and I was at first I was like cool <laughs> like I'm kind of like in quicksand and I like <laughs> and like and 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 I'd, I've of course seen this many times on cartoons and uh, and here it was in real life but I like you know I like try to keep going and I'm like I can take one or two steps but then I like really sink and I I can't move my feet and I'm stuck. And I like, at first I like, I laugh about it and I wiggle my, my legs around, but they're firmly cemented into this mud and I'm not going anywhere. I realize. So, so I think for like a minute, like, what should I do? My hands are really dirty. My feet are stuck in the mud. <laughs> I'm a couple hundred yards from our campsite. And that's when I realized, okay, a couple hundred yards, that's shouting distance. So I proceed to scream for my father, whose name is Zeon. Uh, <laughs> I think that's a funny story within itself. Um, but yeah, his, his first name is Zeon, his last name is Levi. And I, I scream, Zeon Levi! Zeon Levi! At the top of my lungs from the lakeside. And I do this probably a dozen times before... Finally, my best friend, not my dad, comes down and like laughs at me. He's like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you calling for your dad? They sent me down here. Like, what's going on?" And I was like, "No, stop! Don't come any closer." And, and he's like, 
He's like, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in the mud right now. Like, I can't move. And he's like, what are you, like, no, there's no way. Like, he takes a stab or two. He's like, yeah, this is pretty sticky. And lo and behold, Evan gets completely cemented into the mud as well. So now the two of us are <laughs> laughing a good deal about it, but also like this is really like kind of painful because I'm in this position that like I can't move and it's kind of like I'm in a maybe the beginning of like a runner's stance. I had my my feet spread out a little bit and I was like turned sideways awkwardly and my ankles are really starting to hurt. I'm like Evan, we, we got to get my dad. We got to get him down here. <laughs> so my, Evan and I, we have to coordinate it because our joint voices will, will be more likely for him to hear. So we say like, one, two, three, Zion Levy! Zion Levy! <laughs> and uh, unbeknownst to Evan and I, our parents are enjoying a bottle of wine at the campsite. <laughs> And they're cracking up. They're like, why are they calling you? Like, 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 what, like what could they possibly want? And another, like, 10 or 15 minutes go by. And finally, my dad, like, finishes his glass of wine. He's like, all right, I'll go, I'll go see what's going on. And, uh, and he comes down here. And this time, Evan and I both, like, start screaming, Don't come any closer! We're stuck in the mud! We're completely stuck! We can't move! And fortunately, my dad has a little bit more sense than my best friend, and he's like, Oh, okay. He's also a lot stronger, so it's not as easy for his legs to get stuck. He comes, and he says, Okay, like, I see you're stuck in the mud. Like, I don't know how that happened. And he proceeds to untie his shoes, take his shoes off, get barefoot, and just hoists me out of my shoes. My shoes are still stuck in the mud. And then, like, does the same for Evan. My dad's a big guy. He's, like, 6'3". And, uh, and that's essentially the end of the story. But that was the time I got stuck in the mud. Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to True Story. Our theme music is from Daniel Steinbach's album, The Blade. To comment on this podcast or to listen to any of our previous stories, you can find us in iTunes or at truestorytime.org. Everyone, I hardly know you, but when something comes and grabs a hold, take the hands that open up a life that's led. Is something gold? I've been alone. I've been so. Long.